super kind of super whatever the infernal thing is. This is the Awesome Podcast, where each week we discuss, you guessed it, Disney. Things you know, things you don't know, and things you didn't know you needed to know. Well, as Walt would say, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I can do this. Okay. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, mantengase alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard, Disney fam. Hello out there, Disney fam. My name is Chris. And I'm Kelly. And honestly, our music is so upbeat. I think it's <laughs> very poorly we selected. We changed it for Halloween. For especially this episode, because oh, I think we're going to have people like sitting in the corner sucking their thumbs by the end of this. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going dark. I'm going Are super dark. Are you dark? dark? Yeah. Which is why I'm wearing my light up Hades hair. Hades is such a creepy bad guy. He is a creepy bad guy, and we're going to go there. But So I'm wearing my light up Hades hair that I just don't and wear And it's enough. glorious, by the way. Way. Frankly, I don't wear it enough. You don't. Um, so I'm happy to be wearing it today while you tell us where people are listening from. <laughs> your, your segues into the location segment are just... They get better every week. They're stellar. Uh, we had downloads, that, by the way, blew right through all-time downloads in a month Gosh. already with a week to go, more than a week to go this month. That's awesome. We are absolutely humbled by the by all thank the amazing so people that, that download and listen to this show. Yes, thank you so this much. little... 30 minutes worth of ridiculousness each week. <laughs> um, we had downloads this week from Long Beach, California. Ooh. Beautiful town. Played host to us, uh, you know, summer a year ago when we went to California. Um, we stayed right beside the RMS Queen Mary that yeah. is there in their little uh, port. Yep. A huge port, rather. Um, Hillsboro, New Jersey. Okay. I'm sure Hillsboro is a wonderful place to, to stay all the time, but this would be a wonderful place to live because it is almost perfectly equidistant from New York City, like Manhattan uh-huh. by car, Philadelphia by car, and Asbury Park on the Jersey Shore by car. Wow. Yeah. Isn't just that interesting. I think that would be a wonderful wow, place to be. Hillsboro, welcome. Yeah. Uh, Middlebury, Connecticut. Okay. Less than an hour north of New Haven, which means they can get Frank Pepe's pizza almost any time they want, and I'm <laughs> jealous about that. And lastly, Vancouver, British Columbia in Canada. Ooh. One, truly one of the great cities of the world. Everybody that ever goes there is like, that's my favorite place to be. Vancouver. Yeah, a bustling West It's described this way, a bustling West Coast seaport in British Columbia. This is among Canada's densest and most ethnically diverse cities. Popular filming location. It's surrounded by mountains and also a thriving art, theater, and music scene. Wow, that does sound fantastic. Yeah, I've I've heard people say all the time, it's absolutely a bucket list place we should add. Oh, we should. That sounds great. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. Can can dogs cross the border without passports? (laughs) Asking for a friend. I don't know. If you know the answer to that question, (laughs) why don't you... Drop into our DMs or send us an Instagram message. Because <laughs> I guarantee they've got Airbnbs there. I know they do. You want to hear about some news, news this week? honey. Give us the news. All right. Here's Main Street. Bob Weiss announced his retirement from Disney Imagineering. The official Disney Imagineering Insta account posted this. 42 years after first joining Imagineering, Bob Weiss has announced his retirement, serving most recently as Global Imagineering Ambassador and before that as President of the organization, 
Bob cemented his legacy as a leader and creative force, helping to bring to fruition countless attractions, lands, resort hotel, hotels, cruise ships, and theme parks around the globe. Wow. He will officially depart the company January 2nd, 2023. Wow. 42 years. Okay. Well done, Bob. Yep. Best yep. wishes on your next chapter, dude. He seems pretty excited about it. He is still writing a book about his time at Disney for Disney. Oh, publishing. okay. Okay. Uh, two people, happy, joyous people, I'm sure, filed a lawsuit similar to the current <laughs> lawsuit at Disneyland related to annual pass holders who purchased their account, purchased their passes uh, under the promise of, quote, no blackout dates but still being bound by the park reservation system and the two o'clock park hopping provision. Right. So they're like, we shouldn't have to abide by this because there are no blackouts and they are held to like, if they don't get a reservation and the, and it books up, they can't go. And so that, that's not the same as a black. There's they're equating that to blackouts and they shouldn't have to deal with that. According to them, people in Paris are protesting uh, the park reservation system there too. Oh my goodness. I like just there, don't. There I mean, that costs life, money. There are life things that <laughs> you know, like things that are impacting people's lives that we could be protesting about. Yeah, you know, like human rights, civil rights, yeah. women's rights. There, there's a lot of things that we could be protesting right now. I just don't know that an annual pass blackout date and the park system is yeah. going to make my list or ever. There's so much, so many other things I could spend my money on. Other yes. than the lawyers and the that's what I'm saying. Like, what are they hoping to lawsuit? get from this? They're a, a pass that, with no blackout dates. Well, they're hoping to not have to deal with the reservation system. Is what they're hoping. Oh my goodness! Uh, Magic Band Plus has released a Tiana band that is goals. Um, it's beautiful. It's pink. You know how I love pink and shimmery. Um, Interesting. I would have expected it to be more of a, of a mint green. <laughs> well, why, don't don't put Tiana in a box. I'm just saying that appears to be her favorite color. Well, it's pink, huh. and uh, I think she's on it wearing her green dress. So, so if it had she also green. been green, then her being on it in a green dress would have just. Should we out. go back to the idea that she doesn't always wear a green ball gown? Well, like she's you not, get, well then she's you're the one the trying to stick her on a green in a green ball gown. Well, you you're the one wanting to put her on a green band. I'll put her on a green band, but give her some pants, man. Let her. Well, go out I'm and sure do her we're going to hear about how it, we reached a new price point with her band at sixty dollars. I'm really struggling on which band I want to get when we go into. Yeah, I mean that's that's the only struggle I've got. Like. I just I want to see what else comes out before then, so that and, I make and a every, really good it seems educated like decision. Every day, another really right. cool looking band comes out. I mean, the one for Epcot's fortieth, I really want it. I know. I'm sure that's several hundred dollars on eBay right now. So, <laughs> goals. Yeah, starting. Hey, you remember the popcorn bucket that I didn't know anything about last week? Yeah, the annual pass holder popcorn bucket. Uh-huh. Starting Tuesday, the 25th, you will be able to purchase the new exclusive. Annual pass holder, Mickey Mouse popcorn bucket at City Hall Popcorn in Magic Kingdom. Okay. Creation shop in Epcot. Feeding ground popcorn cart at Animal Kingdom. Hollywood popcorn at Hollywood Studios and West Side cart at Disney Springs. And how much does it set you back? That I don't know. It wasn't in there. What? There was no information on and that. And what does it look like? Is it Mickey, like as a mummy or something? I, I think it might have the... <laughs> 
it's not a Halloween thing. Oh, it's, it's not annual, Halloween related, it's right? It's annual pass, pass related. Yes. I bet he's like iridescent or something. I think I don't know. I feel like he's he's like holding one of the magnets or something. Oh, you saw a picture of it? Uh, no, not really. Oh, you're just making, just, you're just I'm making, making stuff it up. up from the from the images that were associated with the article. That's okay. all. Right. Um, we'll get the rest of that news next week, y'all. This will be a three-parter. <laughs> they're, they're, it's coming out in drips and drabs about the popcorn bucket. I don't know what to tell you. Um, so the Festival of Fantasy Parade, which, again, I have never been like huge on the daytime parades, but the yeah. Festival of Fantasy Parade is really great. It's good. I like it's it. It's really great. And from November the 11th, I'm sorry, November the 8th to the 11th, and then from the 14th to December the 3rd, it'll be running twice a day, noon and at 3 o'clock. All right. Yep. So that's exciting. Nice. Akershus. Akershus. <laughs> Royal Banquet Hall will reopen I on November the 4th. That. That's one of our favorites. If you've got somebody that wants to see the princesses. It's a good one. That is a must do. Yeah. It's, it's a must it's, do. Uh, although we did it for breakfast and it looks like initially they're only going to open up for dinner. But still, okay, I'm sure. Still, that, no, that's still the way to go. Ask yep. her shoes for breakfast, and then you can get in line for the sisters right afterwards. That's right. That's right. I mean, if you um, again, if you've got somebody, a what, kid that wants what, what to see sisters the are we talking about? Oh, Anna and Elsa. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how we planned it. We we're gonna go have breakfast <laughs> and then get in line for the sisters is what we told ourselves, and that's what we did. And we killed it. Yep. Uh, it's a it's a good way. It's a it's a buffet situation, or at least for breakfast it is, yeah. and the you get really great interaction with a lot of really cool princesses and and princesses. like if you're looking for pictures i will say it's also picturesque and as a breakfast it's daylight so your yep. pictures come out better than they do at cindy's castle that's a good point yeah good point yeah. um on friday night just a couple nights ago one of the harmonious barges caught fire after the nightly performance oh, no. it was contained and, and quickly extinguished but I'm sure that somebody somewhere is going to use that as a reason to take those barges away oh my goodness the barge caught fire it did it was it was a blaze right out there probably thought that was just like part of the part show, of the show. <laughs> it's a very realistic fire out there <laughs> they have reached a new level like of a, special a effect boat going out to it <laughs> yeah. Maybe the most exciting news uh, of the week, Fantasmic returns to Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney World on November the 3rd, and we've got updates on the showtimes. Okay. Um, it, it's, it's, by the way, it's also no, it, um, it's a longer show. It's okay. like three minutes longer. It's got new character scenes and upgrades to the technical elements. I cannot wait to see this thing when we go in January. Yeah, I know. Um, November the 3rd through the 7th, they're going to show it twice a night, eight and nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see the eighth through the thirteenth. Once at eight p.m. and then from November fourteenth on, it'll be at nine p.m. every night. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say they do it twice a night during they're, the holidays. They're doing it twice a night uh, for the first few nights. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm sure that the lines, you know. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Going to be nuts. Um, dining packages also available at Brown Derby, Sci-Fi, Primetime, Hollywood and Vine, and Mama Melrose. Okay. Yep. Uh, Also at Hollywood Studios, and I'm sure probably over at Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland, Tatooine Traders is already pushed out some of their Star Wars Christmas merch. Sweet. I love it. (laughs) You go get that, Tatooine Traders. (laughs) Go grab that money. Get the money now. Yep. 
I mean, get it. I there love are some that so glorious, much. ugly sweaters it'll be, and in it'll there. be gone by, by the end of October. Yep. I mean, yep. that's the thing. You can't wait. On some the truly Christmas fantastic. March. I mean, I think a couple of cardigans. I, just I love that really, so much. Really good looking stuff. I love it. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, we were seeing that that Chewbacca Life Day stuff. Yeah, and I didn't even place. know that was a thing. Um. So let's see here. Oh, Animal Kingdom Lodge had a baby Okapi born. This is those, they're called like the ghost of the forest. This is an animal. It's an Okapi. It's, it looks like a, sort of like an antelope. It's in the zebra family. Like the back end of it has got like horizontal zebra stripes. But oh, the front and so of it's it looks, hard to find them like in the that's forest. That's what they say every, yeah. when you see them, yeah. A baby one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Today we are happy to introduce you to Benny. The newest Okapi at Disney Animal Kingdom Benny. Lodge. It's especially exciting to share this news as World Okapi Day was right around. It, it, that Aww. was actually just this past week. It's and a day that recognizes. Why is he named Benny? Uh, I don't know. He was born in July to mom Olivia and a pair, and the pair remain backstage habitat where they're spending time nuzzling, nursing, and bonding. Oh, bless it. Yep, it's a uh, World of Copy Day recognizes uh, the significance of this endangered and enigmatic species. So sweet. It is sweet. Uh, huge news out of Disneyland. Um, they are going to have a multi-month beginning November the 11th. Uh, through January the 8th next year, a Wakanda Forever like celebration that lasts at, at wow. Avengers Campus. Right? Um, you can encounter and learn from and celebrate the arrival of new visiting warriors, taste Wakanda-inspired delicacies, discover props from the film, and more in Avengers Campus and, and beyond at Disney's California Adventure Park, plus pose with special art installations at Downtown Disney. Nice. Yep. Yes. That's awesome. Nice indeed. Very cool. Yep. Very excited to. All right. Tomorrowland, honey, give it to us. Okay. All right. Look, hey, have you ever seen an actual ghost? Not a haunted mansion. Like, I mean, I know those are real ghosts. Yeah. But, like, have you ever actually seen any other actual ghosts yes. at a Disney park? Oh, not at a Disney park. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You just never know. You, you just you really threw me know. off. You got me. You threw me <laughs> off there. At a Disney park? Not at a Disney park. Okay. No, no they weren't there. <laughs> Neither have I. And that's why it's in this Tomorrowland segment, because I hope to see one at Disney one day. <laughs> so we have got three, really four, if we have time, ghost stories from Disneyland. Ooh, okay. Are you, are you sure? Yeah, no, You're I'm ready? excited okay. about it. All right. Turn off the lights, set the mood. Okay. The first ghost is known as Mr. One-Way. Okay. He's on Space Mountain. Okay. Okay. So, as a story, an an example of this story goes, there was, you know, one, this guy was, if you ride the single rider line, which we did when we went, Mm -hmm. right? Because, you know, the Space Mountain there, it's two-seater. It's four, yeah. Yeah, Okay. Uh, So... You ride the single rider line, and you may find that you're in line with a large redheaded guy. Okay. And you strike up a conversation. You get in your car. You ride the ride. But somewhere along the ride, you notice that he is no longer there. (gasps) Numerous guests have reported this. Cast members have reported this. Cast members have reported 
seeing him in cast member only areas within the walls of Space Mountain. <gasps> you may know if it's him because he is unaware of anything else that has been updated in the park. So he's only talking about Space Mountain. He's only ever in Space Mountain. And there is actually a video <gasps> that you can see online of a of a shimmery figure with red that hair. appears can't really tell about his, you know, physical features, but there is a shimmery feature in this figure in this video that boards the train in an empty seat uh, <gasps> beside another guy that boards it. Very, fantastic. very creepy. Oh my gosh, that is so good. Yes, yes. So he he only rides with people from the single rider line that have an empty seat beside them. Right. <gasps> yes. Oh, that's so great. Okay. The next ghost. Okay. The woman in white. Okay. Okay. It is said that there was a woman who died in the area of Anaheim around where Main Street USA now sits today. Okay. Okay. But she died around the turn of the century, which actually sort of fits with the the decor of Main Street USA. Okay. 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 She is often seen in a white dress like they would wear in the turn of the century. And she is ever on the lookout for children. Okay, this is creepy. She looks for lost children and then takes them by the hand and leads them to the Disneyland Baby Care Center where they can get help finding their parents. (laughs) (laughs) So she's a good ghost. Okay. I mean, the, uh, Ginger Space Mountain guy, he's probably a good ghost, too. Sure. He just likes the thrill. He just wants to ride Space Mountain every day for the rest of his immortal life. That's right. The woman in white, though, she's just she's helping lost children find she's their, find their way. Children. And we don't know how she died. We don't. Okay. We don't. we don't know how Ginger died, either. We don't know how Ginger died, either. Okay. No one has ever been reported to actually have died on Space Mountain at Disneyland, so... So we don't know. We don't know. We just don't know. We don't know anything about it. He may have died in the spot where Space Mountain now is, and he's just so lucky that he just gets to ride Space Mountain for all of his Right. And we don't know how the white woman died. The woman in white. (laughs) (laughs) This one's my favorite one. Okay. The white woman? No, no. This next one. Oh, the next one. Okay. The man with the cane. The man with the cane. On the Haunted Mansion. (gasps) Okay. By the way, i got to give a shout out real quick here. Teasing. To the people who saw these actual ghosts? Uh, shout out to Offhand uh, Disney Offhand, which is a YouTube channel that told these stories, and uh, the Orange County Register a newspaper that recounted these, as okay. well as the Kingdom Insider website. Okay. okay. All right. Wow, three Family sources. Kingdom. Yeah, sure. Okay. This one is actually at the Haunted Mansion. Okay. Okay. So setting in this Disneyland. in Disneyland uh-huh. setting the stage. Okay. So you, you know where you come out of the stretching room and they've got the conveyor belt that lets you onto the doom buggies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there was a cast member that, that was working at this attraction in 1978 and then recounted her story to another cast member much later. Okay. Okay. And then that cast member is who recounted it to these sources. Okay. Right. And just loathed the fact that this woman from 1978 told her this story because she could never be comfortable on the ride again. Okay. While but she there. never actually saw. No. Okay. No, no. Okay. 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 So imagine the, we're in the area, the loading area for the doom buggies, mm-hmm. except it's 1978 and the, and it's late, late at night. 
the park is getting close to closing time and there's not very many people still coming through the ride. Okay. They have shut down one of the stretching room queues. Okay. Okay. So you get these gaps between people loading up that loading area. Right. Okay. Okay. And so it was late at night, it was dark and the cast member working the attraction is just walking that conveyor. As empty dune buggies go sliding past her, she's just looking down into this dark tunnel, surrounded by the darkness of the attraction all alone. Suddenly, out of the darkness comes a dune buggy with an old, decrepit man sitting right in the middle of the dune buggy with his hand resting atop a cane. Oh, my gosh. And he just comes past her. Stays in the dune buggy. Stays in the dune buggy. Doesn't get out, right? Okay. And just goes right back up into the attraction. Now, as he rode past her, uh-huh. she tried to speak to him. Uh-huh. It was as though she wasn't even there. He didn't acknowledge her existence at all. He just slid right past her, right up into the attraction. Okay. Really scary for her. Really bone chilling kind of. But then she thinks, oh. I know what it is. This was a person who needed help. Right. And so they loaded he got on at the handicapped at, at, area. Right. Yes. At the at the loading at, at the unload area right. and then rode through to here. So she calls over, yeah. Hey, you guys just send an, an older gentleman with a cane through. Uh what are you talking about? <gasps> we we haven't sent you anyone. We haven't had anyone that needed help, you know, with loading you. Oh my no, goodness. Nothing. Nothing. Like that. And then she picked her pants and and quit her job. And so then, (laughs) then, uh, so now they're all on the lookout for this this person riding. He's going to come back through to the unloading area. Right. Never came through. Oh, my goodness. Never came through. She's the only person that, that saw him that night. Oh, my goodness. But other cast members do tell stories of a of the haunted mansion actually being haunted and will sometimes untie the ribbon that's holding their costume ribbon. That's holding (gasps) their hair. I mean, look, if you're, if you're going to haunt somewhere, like that's gotta be a fun place. That's gotta be a place, right? You know, there's people coming through there all the time. You can like be yourself. You can be free to be a ghost in whatever form you want to take. Be you, man. Free to be you. (laughs) Like if you're a ghost, that's the place to be. That's right. That's right. So the man with the cane never did emerge from the ride. A couple of theories about who this could be. Okay. Okay. One, it could be the ghost of Yale Gracie. Yale Gracie is the Disney artist and Imagineer who contributed to the special effects to many Disney attractions. And but the Master Gracie, Master Gracie character is based on Yale Gracie for his contributions. His character is named in honor of Yale Gracie okay. for his contributions to the Haunted Mansion specifically. Okay. Now, no, no word really that Yale Gracie actually used a cane or anything, mm-hmm. right? Or or why? Or that he, he looked old and decrepit. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's also been proposed that so in the in the forties a small plane actually crashed in the Anaheim area, killing the pilot of that small plane. And it's theorized that for whatever reason, he now haunts Haunted Mansion. Okay. I don't really know why that might be. And he was decrepit with a cane. <sighs> or he later became decrepit no, I, because of the crash. I think maybe he just thought 
because as you said, he could appear any way that he wanted to appear. And he thought that's, that's the way that would creep creepiest. out this 1978 cast member the most. I think he got it. Yeah, like sure. He absolutely nailed that straight um, away. Yeah. So there are, and there, there are rooms apparently that are cast member only rooms at, in the attraction that, that cast members really just hate to go into because they feel like it is actually haunted. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. So, so awesome. That's okay. the three. Okay. You got the, you got the one way man, uh-huh. you got the woman in the white, white woman. Uh-huh. and you've got the man the with the cane. cane. There is, and there you is, got two more. No, no, no. Okay. I, 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 there was only three that I was going to okay. recount, but there is one other one. There is the idea that Walt himself walks around the park at night. There is video Another shimmery figure walking out of the Haunted Mansion, walking around in Liberty Square. And why do we think it's Walt? So you know that Walt actually had, has an apartment above the fire department on in the Main Street area. Yeah. Okay. The light in that window never goes off. It never gets turned off. Intentionally. In, intentionally. It's like, it's like ever, it's, ever it's burning. It's like ever his burning. presence in the light. Well, they intentionally leave it on. One night, though, a cast member, a young lady, turned the light off. What an idiot. And on her way out of the apartment, the light turned back on on its own. And she heard a voice saying, I'm still here. And then she peed her pants and quit her job. <laughs> and then, and so the light <laughs> never goes off. There are fanta- There are some other really great ghost stories oh, around Disneyland. That's awesome. There's supposedly a ghost in, in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean named George, and the cast members, the first cast member in every day says "Good morning, George," and the last cast member out says yes, "Good night, George. George." And there's even a door in the ride by the puppy that holds the keys uh-huh. called George's Door. And if they don't say "Good morning, George" and "Good night, George," then he will cause problems with the ride. <gasps> That's fantastic. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. Gosh, I love that. Yeah. So in so many ways. Well done, honey. That was an excellent segment. I know. Are you scared? Yes. I'm scared about yours. I know, because <laughs> mine is super creep. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Okay, so last week you did the five creepiest Disney villains and sure. you made a point to tell us that they were all human. Yes. I think that that makes them a little too real for us a little too real okay so i thought i would do the five creepiest disney villains that are not human beautiful right okay and so these are in order okay um from the the fifth from the least least creepy least most creepy least most creepy least most creepy (laughs) non-human disney villain. okay but first i want to say so i added in like a a little extra layer to mine of course you did um for the ones who actually die i'm going to tell you how how they died okay okay because apparently there are three different ways that a disney villain can die (laughs) okay um one is um they fall to their doom in a bottomless void okay okay the second is they survive but they end up captured and humiliated Beautiful. And the third, they go out in horrific blaze of glory as they are taken off of this mortal plane. Beautiful. I like it. <laughs> so if these people died, I'm going to tell you how. Okay, so number five, oh. Hades, why I'm wearing my hair. Okay, Hades. Okay, so first of all, Hades doesn't die. Okay, Hades is a god. He is immortal. Now, that's what makes him creepy because he has unlimited power at his disposal. Mm. He is a god. He can't be defeated by anybody except the strongest heroes, but he's immortal. He doesn't die. 
Um, he can never cease to be. So his power is unconstrained. Oh. Right. So like if you say if he if he says, I know Chris is going to be weak in, in 20 years, mm-hmm. he will wait those 20 years in order to find you at your weakest oh, and kill you. So and super really, manipulative. Yes. So a wrath, wrath of an immortal God is really at a legendary scale. Yeah, sure. Right. I mean, that's massive. He's also though, he's not just wrath like and massive. Oh. He's calculating. Yes, he is. Right. He, he's a planner. He's a plotter. And one of the articles I read said, and he's got friends in low places. Um, But because he is who he is, Uh he can also read people and size them up really quickly. He knows what your weakness is. He can play directly to that. And like most villains, he has no love for anyone. Yeah. Right, the people who who he most wants to destroy are technically his family. Uh, that's that's that's, that's, kind that's of, a level of. It's of honestly, it's a common theme in, in some of the Disney uh, stuff. Sure. It, okay, sure. but so we're going to start with Hades. Okay. Um, I think he is. He's immortal. He's very wrathy, um, but he's got you know blue hair that's a flame. Blue hair, uh, blue flaming hair. And so I kind of just want to laugh at that. Which sure, I think is fantastic. sure. I and mean, we don't even go into the fact that James Woods plays him, and that's pretty creepy too. Right. But don't need to go there. Okay, number four, Scar okay. from the Lion Scar King. Scar for sure. So he actually murders his brother Whoa. and tries to murder his nephew, um, and he laughs about it. Yeah. So um, he's completely fine betraying his family. And one of the things I think that's interesting is like Simba likes him. So Simba is like um, trying to look up to him and like be his friend and crawl all over him and stuff. Like he's a cool uncle and he's really just plotting that poor little dude's death. Right. And and like not only he looks his brother in the eyes as he murders him and then gaslights his nephew. Yeah. No, he's creepy. Um, so the thing about Scar, though, is that he is not physically powerful, right? Like, he can't take Mufasa. Right. He can really not take Simba. He is right. not physically powerful. So he has to be manipulative and smart. And if y'all are hearing the dog barking, then that just is what it is. This is our life, and this is our world. Her name is Ella Jane. Um, so he does eventually um, kill Mufasa, his brother. Sure, sure. And And I cried. In the animated version, I cried in the live action version. I think that is a horrific death um, for a child's movie. <laughs> but whatever, he does become the leader of Pride Rock. And the, the problem with that is once he does, everything goes to hell. Like, I mean, we're talking just it all turns it all to turns ash. It turns to ash, no water, If nothing. you are not in his inner circle... You are just left to die. Yep. You're going to starve. The water runs dry. Everything turns to ash. The thing I think that is creepiest about Scar is his song. Oh. You know, yeah. the villains always get a song. Be and prepared. I'm telling you, Be Prepared is a really scary, like ominous song. And in the end, he's like up on high with this really creepy shadow and the hyenas are walking around in order, almost in like a creepy army fashion. Yeah, it's some very Nazi vibes. It's it's some really dark (laughs) vibes. But okay, so Scar does die. Do you remember how? Uh, I think the hyenas eat him. He was was eaten (laughs) by his own minions. Yes, so Scar was eaten. That's, by a, his that's own a strong way to go. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. So number three, um, Ursula, also known as the sea witch from Little Mermaid. Now mm-hmm. there's some things about Ursula we're not going to go into with like queer baiting um, and, you know, all of that. Sure. We're not, we're not going to go into that, but here's the things that make Ursula scary. Number one, her laugh. Like she's got this cackle. Yes. And you're like, that is creepy. (laughs) Yes. But she does it in a way that makes her seem friendly. Um, She cackles like throughout the song, but she's super duper menacing. Um, She's a witch, right? So she doesn't play fair. Right. She's a witch. Who signs a contract with a witch? That wasn't very smart. Um, But so because she's a witch, she can shape shift. So she's going to get you to sign this contract. And then she's going to do every, she's going to break every rule, everything in her power to make sure you lose. Sure. Because she's a witch. Right. Right. So again, don't sign a contract with a witch. Um, She's got a garden of souls. That's pretty creep. So... (laughs) I mean, it does also show you how many people she's she's beat before Ariel even comes around. Right. Poor little innocent Ariel with her shell bra. What do you think those things I mean, eyes were, she man. comes around and there's the Garden of Souls. But let's go ahead and sign that contract, man, and give her your voice. Um, so once she has Triton's power, there's a she creates this massive storm because she's really upset. So this is how Ursula dies. And I'm going to read this because it's fantastic. As Ursula wickedly taunts the idea of true love and prepares to kill Ariel using the power of the trident, Eric impels the sea witch by plunging his ship's splintered bow through her abdomen. Ursula screams in pain and the bow catches lightning, brutally electrocuting her body. As Ursula loses her last ounces of life, she drops onto the ship and sinks into the sea as her dismembered body remains fall to the ocean floor. (laughs) It's a good death. Good, strong death. That's fantastic. You know... She and, and when she like like grows herself into like a huge that's that's really it's really creepy really creepy and okay. her voice gets deeper number two oh. number two number two number two Chernabog oh. so Chernabog actually translates as black demon that's so, scary from Fantasia right so he is meant to be the representation of pure evil and why I think that he is number two is because he doesn't actually say anything yes. Like, he's just, like, his presence is creepy. Super creepy. He has no tragic backstory. There doesn't appear to be a motive for his actions. He's just freaking evil. He's just evil. Okay? He is incredibly demonic. Um, he is able to unleash hellish realms and spirits. That's bad. So in Fantasia, he starts at the top of Bald Mountain. He stretches out his arms and his shadow is like cast over these people. Um, He summons his ghost, including spirits of hanged criminals. Wow. Who pass through the noose a second time as they rise from their graves. Fallen warriors. (laughs) dark. (laughs) In the moat and grounds of a ruined castle and souls of all who were not buried in sacred ground. So these ghosts come together in like a single mass and they're swirling and whirling and he turns them into fire and he's got them dancing. There's a couple of like flashes where boobs just come straight to the screen. Really? It's really, really interesting that this was a (laughs) Disney movie. Um, But in any case, eventually he is interrupted in his his wrath bringing Uh by the sunrise. Oh. And everybody sort of goes back down into their graves, and he curls back up on the top of the mountain. Oh, 
Thank God for the sunrise. So really, really deep and creepy. Um, number one, the Horned King from the Black Cauldron. Wow, the Horned King. He deep is, cut. I think he's the scariest designed. Yes. Like his face is really tragic. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it is creepy. Um, he wants to use the Black Cauldron to unleash an army of undead warriors on the world. That's creepy. Yes. So his death, do we want to know his death? I'm going to yeah, read this. Yeah, I wonder okay. how we... So according to the film, the Black Cauldron is the evilest magic weapon imagined. So it should come as no surprise that it would crave an equally evil soul to maintain its energy. Mm. The Horn King isn't just pulled into the cauldron by its magical power. He is ripped into it as the dark forces pull his body and soul into a gaping maul. Clothes, layers of flesh, and bones are pulled from him in a gruesomely painful fashion as he screams in defeat, leaving little remains behind. Good for him. I mean, <laughs> Disney will kill somebody. They will. They do. You're right. I mean, you think back to Scar, man. It was we could have just thrown him off Pride Rock into the fire. That's oh brutal gosh. enough. No, 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 no. 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 We're, gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this other thirty second scene where he's eaten. Where he we just let everybody know he gets eaten. I mean, <laughs> and then this guy gets pulled apart piece by piece. I mean, yeah, that's a dark movie. It is dark, and you know what? The Ursula's death really takes the Little Mermaid into a dark place as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so if y'all are looking for, like, super creep over the next couple weeks for Halloween, highly recommend The Black Cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hero's a little annoying, yeah. but, the, but, the, but the bad guy's super creepy. Yeah, super creepy. He'll give your kids nightmares. <laughs> if that's the goal. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> hey, folks. <laughs> That's all for this week's show. That's that's all for this happy-go-lucky this week's show. Ghosts and creepy villains and being ripped apart and eaten by your own minions. <laughs> happy, happy Disney podcast. <laughs> if you enjoyed it, you know what to do now. Go out to wherever you get your podcasts from. Leave us a five-star rating. Leave us a review because that really helps to bring other people to the show. It really does. And if you're looking for more things Disney, please visit scfadp.com. That's S for Super. C for Cali, F for Fragilistic, A for Awesome, D for Disney, P for Podcast. Yep, and uh, we're getting closer and closer to those costume Our reveals. costumes are here. I'm so excited. <laughs> we're going to do something with those. We are. Um, and follow us on the Insta and Twitter at SCFADP. The more the merrier in those conversations. Absolutely. Um, and with that, everybody, we hope to see, see you real soon. soon.